lady tiffany ma and this is these walls are thin i hope you guys are having a lovely beautiful wednesday it's hump day or odin's day and Thursday is Thursday. Y'all didn't know that? Yeah, see? Let me hit you with a little, little, little history of what the days are named after. And Friday is named after Freya, his mom. Yup. Facts. I hope you guys are having a beautiful Wednesday. I might go live later on, so... Yeah, I want to go live later on. I'm, I'm on here early. But I want to go live um, later on. I've been watching, like, all day. I've been watching, like, people RV camping. I want to go RV camping. But I don't want to be a lifer. I want to be one of those people that does it, like, during the winter and fall time. When the weather's convenient. Because y'all know we don't like it hot here. I came off a little aggy in the last few podcasts. It was because it was hot. So, yeah. Anyway. Y'all know this week we've been talking about the Real Housewives of Beavis Heels. Um, we first started out talking about who the villain is this season who they're vilifying this season. They're trying to do the Garcelle, but Garcelle has her friend Cherie there, honey, and it is not gonna go. It's not gonna pop off. It's just not gonna happen. You understand, if you're a white woman and you sit there and you try to drag a black woman, they already dragging you for Erica Jane being a drunk bitch and flirting with her oldest son and then telling her youngest son to go fuck off. Which I did not know Garcelle had a son that was 30. That's too bad and it's too late because he's already married with children. But you know, it's like, you know, still, like, girl, have some respect for yourself. So if you already being dragged for that and already come off as racist, Diane Jenkins, y'all can't go against Garcelle. It, it looks like a bunch of pit bulls going after a chihuahua. But I, I noticed that they have been attacking um, poor Sutton this whole season. And Sutton didn't do nothing. Sutton didn't do nothing. trouble for for defending Sutton and my thing is is everybody said it too said this shit behind um Erica's back but not to her face I'm confused as to why Erica was okay with people saying it behind her back and not her face I rather for somebody to sit up there and tell me I'm a drunken ass whore who is this former sugar baby 
who's about to lose it all in the next few years. I'd rather for somebody to talk to me about that, try to figure out why I'm sitting over here stealing money from orphans. I don't mind being held accountable. And I'm so confused as to why she's mad at Sutton. I will say Sutton's a real friend. Not everybody else, because if everybody else was really a friend to her, they would tell her how fucked up she is. Why did I say this? Oh yeah, I know what I say. But you know, it is what it is, you know. But so today we're talking about Erica Jane, pretty hot mess. So she's literally a pretty mess. We're gonna talk about that. Um, but before we talk about that, there's a few things I want to talk about, and some of it is real housewives ish. But before we got it, you know, I have to play my favorite sound bite. Can't be work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have so to, true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with. Okay, I. Um, I love this soundbite, okay? And I love the mouth that it's coming out of because it's very hypocritical. <laughs> Get your fucking ass up and work, okay? Nothing is handed to you, even though your stepdad is Bruce Jenner and your father is Rob Kardashian. Because <laughs> we all had those uh, luxuries in life, right? There's also a such thing as working smarter and not harder. But you know. I digress. So there's a few things I want to talk about revolving around this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, the season, I think this show was supposed to revolve around Dorit and her being robbed. Y'all know Dorit Kimsley got robbed. Um, so on the show, she has a little PTSD. Well, not a little, a lot. PTSD. She's traumatized and she's just going through it. And you know it's bad when she starts wearing like headbands. Dorit is not known for wearing headbands. When a fashionable fashion queen starts dressing like a homely bitch, that's when you know she's really messed up. Now, um, I want to talk about this story because she kind of basically said that she was at gunpoint. But I'm going to be honest with you. Her story changes. Her story always changes. Um, but I can't judge someone that has been robbed. I've never been robbed at gunpoint before. Or did she get robbed at gunpoint? So I found this on Bravo's Snark side. It says, as fans continue to question the robbery of Dorit and PK Kimberly, the fans have revisited the police statement, which doesn't mention the robbers being armed. And the whole subject of the whole season is that she was held at gunpoint. It says, um, so it's a report from, it says Encino home invasion robbery, and it gives you the case number, October 28th, 2021. It says Los Angeles, detectives from the Los Angeles Police Department Robbery Homicide Division Robbery Specialist Section, there's a whole lot to say, are seeking the public help in providing any information that will lead to the identification and arrest of home invasion robbery suspect. When they have armed in there, if it was an armed home invasion, let's continue. 
Um, it says on October 27, 2021, at approximately 10.50 p.m., three suspects wearing dark hoodies broke into the victim's residence on the blank, blank, blank. So I'm guessing that's her address. I don't know what her address is, so... I'm not going to try to figure it out. The victim was in the resident at the time and was met by the suspect. The victim was in fear and complied with the suspect, demanded by directly the, directing them to, to the valuables directing them but not at gunpoint okay the suspect took handbags jewelry and watches with significant monetary loss and fled the location in the black truck the suspects are described as three black males of course 20 to 30 years old wearing black hoodies and dark pants Okay, so and then there's somebody in the comment section that says they're a retired law enforcement and that I don't think that Dorit would be able to stay in that house if she was held at gunpoint. Because if somebody put a gun to your head, that's attempted murder. did get robbed that's one thing that did happen and it probably did startle her and it's probably scary she probably does have a little ptsd but the part about the gun being held up to her head um this is another thing that they kind of like judged Sutton off of because Sutton said she lost her father due to robbery and at gunpoint he got shot during the home invasion Okay, and Sutton was trying to relate that, and people were saying that she was being cold. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, you gotta smell the shit before it comes. And like I said, I my I, I do feel bad for Satan. Not Satan. Well, I I, I do feel bad for Dree. But a, another way of people realizing that something is bullshit sometimes. That, oh lord, they about to start messing with the water, honey. The watershed measurements out here. So they water. If you ain't washed your ass already, you need to start washing your ass. Cause they start messing with the water and then they have to fix it or whatever. Girl, I'm glad I washed my butt this morning. Okay, but back to uh reality TV show issues. I was saying the same thing. It was something about her story that was off. And like the lady who's a retired law enforcement said in the comment section of this um, site, she would have not been able to stay on premises. Because they would have been there sweeping up looking for DNA, okay? And I, I do find it funny that Dorit did not say three black males. Dorit has caught on to the cancel culture. Okay. 
I don't know why I put down my tablet. Like, I don't have any other stories that I want to talk about. But that's something that she has said. But they're saying she was not held at gunpoint. They just stole some shit. And I said something was off about the story. Or that something brought up that something was off about the story. But I felt like, you know, maybe I was being an asshole. But, and then I find this thing that I saved where it says that the story's not adding up to what she's saying on TV. Another article I want to talk about, and these are people who are like real, true, like Bravo fans. I think I said I was going to talk about Lisa Renner. We're going to bring up something dealing with Lisa Renner today before we get into Erica J. But honey, you done start dealing with the water and then turn on some damn loud music. This so fucking ghetto up here. And this not a hype mic moment, honey. It's not a hype hot mic moment. I said what I said. It's ghetto here. Your job is sit here and shake the damn water. You want me to put, park your ass outside and start playing loud ass music. Fuck this shit. Anyway. Um. There's another story. And it's from the Daily Mail. From 2015, talking about Big Kathy. Mm-hmm. Not Kathy Hilton. But Big Kathy, their mom. Kim, Kyle, and Kathy's mother. Okay. It says, um, Kim Richards boozing, gold digging stage mom forced her to perform for her male friends and push her to marry a millionaire and cheats on him to snag a billionaire. Best-selling Arthur reveals about the reality star in rehab. Girl. It says she was always at one of the good restaurants, bars, sitting out front and always seemed to be booze. The former actress Carol Wells Donahue told the Arthur. You walked in and there she be just hanging on the bar and she'd be trying to pick up and pick up any guy who had any money and who would pay her tab. I always felt sorry for her because she seemed to try too hard. At the polo lounge, people at the bar recall Kim's mother sitting with the piano player singing Danny Boy or My Funny Valentine. One source recalls she liked this smaltzy, the smaltzy stuff. And she was very dramatic so she could pull it off. Okay, and like I'm gonna tell you, this article, um, I found this off She Speaks Bravo, but this article comes from the Daily Mail. It says 10 press men insiders told Oppenheimer, Kim's mother made it appear that she was a rich Hilton heiress looking for a long-term relationship. And that's ironic that she seemed like she was a rich Hilton heiress and her daughter ended up being a rich Hilton heiress, which is funny. Kim's mother, born Kathy Dugan, was having an affair with the married father of two business executives, Kenneth Edwin Richards, 
She got pregnant around January 1964 and used her pregnancy to force Richard to get a quickie married Mexican divorce and marry her Richard's daughter, marry her Richard's daughter Diane from his first marriage to Arthur Oppenheimer. She was 100% the problem. Kim's a spitting image of her mother in every way, the amorality and the drinking. The revolving door of men and who she, Kim's mother, had in her life when Kim was with me. And just the conniving craziness about her, the way she, Kim, spent money like water. Kim's mother was a typical frustrated mother of a child star who lived through her children. The way she controlled Kim was just unbelievable. Kim used to tell us me stories of when she was 12 and 13 and 14 years old. And how she drive the family car and go pick up her mom at different bars. Y'all still here? Her mother would have men all over the all over all over all the time on different nights of the week, and she made Kim perform for them, do her little skits and dance. Her mom would have her basically perform on cue. A close friend of Kim's mother, Kay Rosario, was supported Jackson's claim. She told Oppenheimer, Kathleen was always having men to the house. One night, she had some black men in her bed, and Kim and Kyle went in, and Kyle had a fit and ran him off. And it says, 32 juicy details from the house of Hilton about Kathy, Kyle, and Kim Richards, the Hiltons, and how effed up famous families really are. So before there was Chris Jenner, there was Big Kathy. Um, the other part of the article says that from an early age, Big Kathy instructed her daughters and later grandchildren to adhere to her life philosophy of marrying rich and having lots of babies with rich men they all pretty much follow this advice at one point she boasted my daughters are married to men who have a total network of 13 billion dollars big kathy set her sight on ken richards while he was still married they began to have an affair and they book alleged the one night kathy drugged ken's wife at a bar <coughs> sorry Followed her out to her vehicle and slammed her ankle in the car door. Later on, she served Ken's daughter Diane a cheeseburger with screwed bait, with a screw baked in the middle of it. Girl, from the book, Big Kathy told Ken that she wanted Kathy Hilton to know all about sex and how to perform sex literally, the best way possible. Asserted Sylvia Richards. So she asked a young man to teach her in his van. Honey, like I said before, there was Chris, there was Big Kathy, and her kid, her kids did exactly that too. They married rich, especially her oldest one. Her oldest one got the the jackpot of all. She married a Hilton, and had four children with him. And that was one thing I noticed too is that she, um, all her daughters have a lot of children. 
think Kim has four or five. Kyle has about four or five. They all have four or five children. But I'm going to say this. As much as we sit up here judging her tactics and how she did things, what's the difference between what she's doing compared to what the royal family has done? Yes, I'm going to throw royalty into it. Because people do that too in royal families. They do that. Y'all saw the bowling girls. King Henry was uh, had an affair with one bowling girl. Then he married the other one. So this is not above their nature. Okay, people do this to royal families. Okay, she over here trying to kill this man's whole daughter while putting a screw in a cheeseburger. another article I found from somebody who's a bigger fan of Bravo than me oh my god so I say the wrong thing article and they were kind of talking about Harry Hamlin I know it ain't this damn far back it isn't that far back Okay, well, somebody said Harry Hamlin next. It had to do with something that was going on, and they said Harry Hamlin's next. When I do find the article, which I am, I'm not going to spend this whole podcast looking for that article um, because I just think think that's a waste of time. But I'm going to tell you, well, I will tell you the background when I go live today. I'm going to go live. I got five more days on that thing, and I'm not going to use all five days on that. Um, so... I will talk to y'all about that later on. And then I'm going to show you the article. And y'all can go to the Daily Mail and find the article about Big Kathy. Um,
But I can't find it right now. Because I will be going live later. Talk about more stuff dealing with us. Um, so, oh yeah, that's the article. You know what? The article is saying right there, looking me in the face. All right. So, then y'all know I talked about the Grizzlies not too long ago. I talked about Todd Grizzly and his wife and the stuff they were doing. So, it was a page 16. It says, hashtag Todd Grizzly, former business partner, alleges the two had an affair and paid off a blackmailer to keep it a secret. So Kelly Dodd, which she's from the Real Housewife of OC, she said Harry Hamlin is next. You know, I don't want to get flagged. live but I got flagged for talking about B2K shit because I put names out there well my thing is you ain't gave me no cease and desist and you ain't told me to shut up and I ain't got no gag orders where I can't say your name so I mean part of it I think they flagged me for saying names in the whole B2K situation but we're not gonna talk about that I might as well talk about this here since we are on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills topic I'm going to tell you some tea I heard, and it goes all the way back to Kim Richards and um, Lisa Renner's argument. And Lisa Renner started throwing drinks at Kim Richards. And, um, okay. So we're going to talk about this. So the tea I heard, I'm going to say it's tea. I don't know if it's true, but she was talking about Harry Hamlin. I don't know what kind of tea that Kelly Dodd, Dodd, it's Dodd or Dobbs, Dodd, I swear there's three Ds. Dodd. Kelly Dodd. Um, I don't know what tea she is talking about. But she's implying that basically that Lisa Renna is Harry Hamlin's beard. Okay. have a very successful relationship okay she know how to hush she know how to be quiet she always dragging everybody else's information out there but then you know she don't want her information to out. but i'm gonna go back to the tea that i found out okay you know y'all remember the season when they were in was it what a european country they were in was it france i think it was france where they all were sitting at a table
and they were dragging she dragged Kim because you know Kim was single and for some reason women think it's just cute to drag you when you're single and they're married well you don't have a husband it's like okay but you're miserable and married anyway but you know they 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 always talk about stuff and Kim Richards was like really we really want to go there about husbands and um I don't know what Kim implied I just know that um Lisa Renna start throwing glasses like she was on real on a real on basket like she was on uh basketball you know that's basketball while it's traits by the way I mean if if I was Shawnee O'Neal I would get paid every time a bitch start throwing wine glasses because that's something they do on basketball wise they don't do that over here in Beverly Hills but Lisa Renna felt some kind of way about what Kim Richards said about Harry Hamlin and the L- the allegedly long story short the story is is that harry hamlin sexually assaulted a woman back in the dizzy when he was playing odysseus not odysseus when he was playing perseus um in that movie That he sexually assaulted this actress. Since we love bringing up people sexually assaulting people. I just wanted to bring that up. That Harry Hamlin has been accused of sexually assaulting another actress. And nothing was done about it. That's allegedly though. That's what I heard. I was looking at this YouTuber. I will tell you who the YouTuber is. I had to go all the way back in my history to find him. But I will tell you who the YouTuber is. But I'm not going to go into details because we have to go to commercial break. Okay, I'm back. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up because that was an allegation that was brought up and that she got mad. I'm going to tell you this. Every single last one of these women have tea that you can spill on them you saw the tea was spilled on kyle and kim richards and kathy hilton um erica james tea is spilling um nobody wanted to talk to dorit about the fact that dorit was going broke when y'all usually be making fun of people for going broke with these little bitch ass franchises but the truth is the sign that somebody is going broke is they go on reality tv shows okay so um everybody has dirt about them if you want to you can do you can look up some shit on me me too you ain't gonna find nothing but the fact that a bitch can't drive that's all you gonna find out but anyway i just wanted to bring that up you know that somebody brought that up but to find out that somebody is saying that harry hamlin beard is lisa renna and lisa renna is kind of shit like a boy sorry not sorry
And y'all know, I drag everybody. It's not just a white people thing, a black people thing, an Asian people thing, or Hispanic people thing. I drag everybody. That's just how I do it. But today, we're going to drag Erica Jane. The pretty mess herself. And she is a pretty mess. You know, oh my God, it's crazy. I never seen a picture of Whitney Houston pregnant. No. I'm looking at all these kind of things, but the article I'm looking at is on my freaking computer. So I need to go ahead and put this tablet down. We'll be talking about this stuff on my uh, live, though. But my podcast is where I can talk real trash at. They do have guidelines. As um, long as I'm not bullying somebody. And my thing is, these are articles I saw. And Kelly Dodd was the one that said that. I'm just repeating what she said. And I'm just telling you about the YouTube video that is on YouTube. That's about Harry Hamlin. So this is public information that has been discussed. Um, I'm not talking about something that I have not seen in black and white. Okay. So today we're going to talk about Pretty Miss Erica Jane. First, we're going to talk about the documentary. I already talked to you guys about the documentary because we watched the documentary. I have decided to watch documentaries recently because... So, um, like with, um, y'all know that Erica Jane husband, which her Erica Jane is a stage name, but I also believe that she came up with the name Erica Jane because she's trying to distance herself from Tom Girardi. Um, I really feel like she tried to, um, she created the whole image and she made sure she had her own. Cause she said up there, the first thing she said was she was, um, she was talking to, was it, was it Sutton? And she kind of said that her, She got Real Housewife Shady. Well, no, it was it was Andy Cohen Shady ass himself. It was Andy Cohen that said, um, he asked her the question. He said, you know, we know you make money, so you're not that broke. And he said, well, Tom handled the money. She's pushing it off on Tom and like I said, she distanced herself. And like I said, I, I find people suspicious that go on reality shows. It's nothing wrong with reality shows. And I'm not saying everybody that's on a reality show, show don't have money 
or don't have a real life business y'all see with lisa vanderpump that she has a real business she has one in vegas apparently she has a big billboard in vegas not a billboard but like a digital big screen digital picture of her of her restaurant and i had a family member that went to her restaurant and they said that her restaurant is the shit okay And, but I just find it suspicious sometimes when certain people get on reality show. Like right now, I'm even side, I side eye that Kathy Hilton was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But we have not seen Kathy Hilton all season, except for the part where they showed that her and her husband were celebrating that they've been together for years. She ain't gonna divorce that man, honey. And he ain't gonna divorce her because he lose a fortune. She been through everything with him. Mary smart, not stupid. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I decide I especially even with Crystal Minka, I decide I when these women go on reality TV shows. Like, I'm questioning even Christy Min Crystal Minkoff. Her husband is the director of The Lion King. How are you the director of The Lion King and your wife is on here mudslinging with broads? I like... Which, by the way, Crystal is very beautiful girl. Very beautiful. I did. I'm not going to sit up here and, and pretend like she didn't create a lump of shit. But I get what she was saying. But she did create a lump of shit. Okay. But that didn't help her or whatever. I don't know. Diane thinks she sounds smart talking about uh, Sutton is clumsy with words. Bitch, you're clumsy. If you're going to be a madam escort, be quiet about it. But like I said, we're talking about Erica Jane. Anytime we, her husband is a big of attorney as the late Rob Kardashian. Okay? Y'all know the late Rob Kardashian, Kim Kardashian's prestigious father. And now they have drugged his name in the mud. This prestigious lawyer had these beautiful daughters that change and have muddied his name. Okay. Tom Girardi had that kind of name. So why would you be okay with your wife being on reality TV? I understand the pop star stuff because that's a whole different persona and, you know, doing her thing and being on stage and doing what she do on stage. I get that and I'll be okay with that. But...
How many of y'all knew about Erica Jane before the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? So today we're gonna talk about the the the, the we're gonna continue to talk about the lump of shit that is surrounding Tom Girardi and Erica Jane and these lawsuits um, where they owe these people a lot of money. And I already talked about this. There was this one guy that was on there. It was it was a guy that got hurt by the explosion that happened. During the baseball game, his girlfriend died. His fiance died. And he can barely move. The victims, um, I don't want to get the country wrong, but there was victims in another case that were supposed to be making money for that. The widows and orphans thing. We're going to talk about Erica Jane. So I want you to sit back and relax, get you some drinks and some snacks. We're going to talk smack about Erica Girardi. I only got one article dealing with her because, um, you know, I ain't going to really go too hard on Erica Jane. The one I'm going to go hard on is Diane Jenkins' old fake face ass. Um, I don't like her. It's something about her I don't like. Even when I saw her on there, and my thing is, is most of the time I'm gonna always have respect for somebody that come from another country and came from the straight bottom and got to the top. I'm gonna always have respect for people like that. You know, I always have respect for people like that. You know, it's the same thing with, I, but it was just something about Diane Jenkins I don't like. So, but today we're talking about Erica Girardi, and I'm not gonna really go hard on her because I kind of feel for her. I don't feel bad for her, but I understand a little bit where she's coming with this. So this article is from Reality T. Reality T. And it says, Erica Jane accused of having knowledge of fraud in new $55 million lawsuit filed against her. And this was written July 12th. So they were written yesterday. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm so damn loud. Um, so it says another day, another lawsuit for Erica Jane. While her attorneys work overtime, Erica Erica is trying to do anything but talk about her legal issues. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star has recently tried to shift the conversation to her dating exploits in the press, but the lawsuit continues, and so does the negative press. Erica has long maintained her innocence and distanced herself from her estranged husband, Tom Girardi, alleged misdeeds, but a new lawsuit is accusing her of knowing much more than she has let on. As reported by Reality Blurb, a new $55 million lawsuit was just filed against her by the Elderson PC. The name might sound familiar. Elderson PC works as co-counsel with Tom and his firm, Girardi Keese to get settlements to family members of the victims of the 2018 Lion Air crash. According to the Bloomberg Law, the new suit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California. It accused Tom, now bankrupt law firm, of stealing of over $100 million. They alleged that he stole from clients, co-counsels, vendors, and many other fortune, unfortunate enough to do business with the firm. 
court documents claim. When the curtain was finally pulled back, it became clearly that the Girardi keys operated in a manner similar to a Ponzi scheme, but much worse. Girl! Girl! Mmm! I'm gonna, ooh, we ain't gonna do it, Tiff. Because we're better than this, okay? We're unbothered. Grah. But Tom Law Firm wasn't the only other defendant. So was Tom's son-in-law, a former JK employee, and Erica Company, EJ Global, LLC. The suit stated, oh, wait a minute. So wait a minute, Erica Jane's son got something to do with this? Is this uh Tom the is, is this the is it not Tom? Is this the cop? The suit stated EJ Global was created for the purpose of following money from Girardi Keys to benefit Erica. That's quite the accusation against Erica and her company. Erica's attorney, Evan Borge. Quickly, Borges quickly issued a statement in her defense. He argued that the lawsuit is another misguided attempt to blame Erica for actions of Tom Girardi and others of which she had no knowledge and in which she has no involvement. Liar. Court documents revealed that Ellison PC that Tom's firm didn't just steal from the clients. They accused the firm of also falsifying their expenses and com com commingling Stolen clients' funds. Additionally, they claimed that the firm offered case runners cases for cash for clients' referral, bribed judges, and threatened clients to prevent the scene from collapsing. California State Senator Tom Umberg noted they used to be a law firm, but at some point they turned into a criminal enterprise. Edelson PC, Jay Edelson, explained in an email that his firm case against Girardi Keese is unique. He continued, we are unaware of any suits that alleges that the firm was essentially a criminal enterprise acting as a law firm. We are confident that Tom orchestrated the large Ponzi scheme in the history of the plaintiff's bar, stretching back well over a decade and likely much longer and involving hundreds of millions of dollars. Elderson PC was also critical of the California State Bar. They alleged that the bar failed to investigate many complaints against Tom firm. The suits read, Tom maintained a spotless record before the state bar. The fraud thus continued with the only occasional glimpse of the rot inside the Girardi Keys firm. He cultivated the impressive that not only was he successful and powerful as attorney, but he also actually controlled the relevant authorities, including the agencies charged with disciplinary, dis disciplined attorneys, the state bar of California, and reportedly went so far as to bribe a longtime investigator at the state bar. Now, you know that Erica Girardi said that um, when they were in Mexico. She was talking to Garcelle and she said, I thought about being an attorney or, or something like that or going into being into law. And she said, well, you know, Tom is over the state bar. These are facts. Let's continue with this article. It says more details of the suits as it relates to Relate relates that Erica was shared by U.S. Weekly. Court documents allege Erica knew of the scheme, intended to participate in it, and critically shared it its profits both directly and through her Wally 
own company, EJ Global. The lawsuit then slammed Erica by saying, despite her public claim that she and Tom were spending their own money, financial records show that more than $25 million of her own expenses were paid by Girardi Keys and furtherance of the Girardi Family Enterprise illegal scheme. That concludes today's article. So you have a law firm that was in cahoots, which the law firm was Edelson, right? It was Edelson something that was um, working with Girardi Keys and they're suing them because they didn't get paid for providing counsel to some of Tom Girardi's clients. This just got deep. This got real deep. This, 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 honey, this is so deep and dog shit to where the people you used to work with are snitching on you. And it's because they didn't get paid. And we all know that when people don't get paid, that's when they start spilling tea, right? That's what happened with R. Kelly. That's what happened with Bill Cosby. That's what happened with a lot of people. When you don't get paid, people start snitching on you. And Tom Girardi didn't pay this guy. He didn't pay him. And he was like, well, you don't want to pay. I'm going to snitch on you. That's what this is all about. It's all about, this is all about, um, people not being paid. That's what this is all about. They can say what they want to, all they want to, about how they want to, when they want to. Um, but at the end of the day, they did not get paid. Okay. Now let's go over Erica Jane and how she has handled the situation, which I will say that she has handled it badly, but I understand why she is emotionally disheveled because she is used to a certain lifestyle and now she has to change that lifestyle. Um, and that's bad. You know, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to say it's bad. It's bad when you have to change stuff that you used to and that you're used to dealing with and you don't get those things anymore. Um, she, along with Dorit Kinsley, are like the fashion queens of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, okay? Them are some stylish bitches. And at every party, Erica Jane managed to outdress everyone.
Um, so before this all went down, understand this all went down during the lockdown. Okay, we were all on lockdown when we all found out that Tom Girardi was in words of Satan robbing Peter to pay Paul. That's what a Ponzi scheme is. And Sutton does not sound like that. So sorry, Sutton. But you know, it doesn't. So she robbed Peter to pay Paul. That's how she sounds. Um. So, Erica Jane was about to be bliss before um, the lockdown. She was going to get the role of Roxy Hart in the Broadway show of Chicago. But we went on lockdown because of this thing that's going around. And word on the street is the thing getting worse. There's a BA two and three going around. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm not protected. I mean, they say it's pointless to even get a vaccine now because even if you get vaccinated, you still gonna get it. So, I mean, you know, this thing that's going around started to happen, and she's about to be blessed, and she's forced to deal with her bullshit and she kind of talked about that she was sitting at home and she said that she had started taking like these these med these antidepressants because she got depressed because even her husband was proud of her and the fact that she was about to be playing roxy hard then she had to sit at home and deal with the shit like we had to deal with which is the things that happen, okay? I want to fast forward even further to where I felt like in previous seasons when Erica Girardi was introduced, I felt like she was kind of, she was already kind of emotionally unstable, okay? So when she was introduced into the cast, or when, I would say, was it Dorit was introduced into the cast? Um, Erica Jane seemed to have like a stick of her ass, okay? She just seemed very, um, just emotionally unstable to me. It was small stuff that triggered her, okay? She seemed to be like she was on edge and she was uptight. Now, I was wondering if the reason why she was on edge and uptight, because my thing is, if you're about to go through a legal situation and you're about to get in trouble, the worst thing you could do is go on the real housewives of anything. Okay. That's the worst thing you could do. But she just seemed like she was just on the edge. It was curious. I was curious as to why she was always on the edge. And now we see why.
And the funny part is, it wasn't her that was making him look bad. I just had a thought, sorry. Because I know people was like, why would Tom let his wife be on stage, patting her puss, doing all these wild things, coming out with crazy songs, talking about it's expensive to be mean, all that stuff. Why would he be okay with um, her doing that? When he was sitting up there dragging the whole damn ship down. So I'm going to say this. As much as Erica Jane make it seem like she didn't know, she knew. Shawty knew. She been knew. She knew since day one that the ship was sinking. That's why she was on the reality show, The Real Housewives. Y'all notice a lot of reality TV stars end up in illegal situations once they join the cast. Y'all seen it with Teresa. Teresa's a fan favorite. Y'all seen it with Teresa. Y'all seen it with... um. And the thing is, people know or are suspicious as to why a lot of these women, how did their husbands get their money? And you see the whole cast bully people for asking those questions. Because it was like Garcelle was asking um, Sutton. But see, you could trace Sutton's money trail. You can trace her. Sunday didn't even know she had all that money, but I think it's dangerous when women don't know about the finances in the house. And and Teresa did the same thing. Everybody found out a whole thing with Phaedra. Phaedra seemed to not get caught, but you know, Phaedra is counsel. But everybody found out that whole thing with Phaedra. Long story short. Phaedra and Apollo. Now, I'm sure a lot of people were baffled at the fact that Tom Girardi's wife would be on a reality show. Because like I said, this man was, used to be as prestigious as Robert Kardashian himself, Kim Kardashian's father. 
So it's kind of weird that your wife will not only go on reality TV. You know, if you're a serious attorney, you would not be okay with your wife making a decision to be on reality TV and having mudslinging going on. But also expose to you the world of law. Um, I want to talk about the movie um, Devil's Advocate starring Keanu Reeves. And I know a lot of people was like, why would it Satan be in law? Because that's the perfect place to hide. Law is the perfect place to hide, honey. I'm not surprised that the devil is in law. That makes sense because you will make sinning legal, right? And I just think about the devil's advocate. And how blind lawyers can be. They want to win so bad. To It's not that they care about their client or if their client is innocent at all because that's what the movie started in, right? The movie started in that he defended a client that was guilty as all get out. But because he wanted money, power, and respect, He defended this pervert, this disgusting person. Now, Tom Girardi, his case is he pried on victims, people who were victims to, to big companies doing what big companies do. You know, people always try to get big company bucks. So he played off that. 
He kind of what? Played off the greed of people, right? I know Tom Girardi is going to get me some money for Walmart. But these were actual victims. He played the role of being for the people. And he was actually for himself. But this podcast is about Erica Jane. That's who we're supposed to be talking about, right? Because this is about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And why would somebody who has a husband that does a prestigious job, which is not really... Why would he be okay with her being on reality TV? That was my question to the whole situation. No, Erica's been acting off. She hasn't been acting like Erica. She's kind of been doing her thing, right? She's been on a reality TV show. And the question is, is she really drunk? Or she's playing the role as drunk to keep the law from going too hard on her? Because I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like Erica Jane is some dumb woman. I don't believe she's a dumb woman. I believe she's playing her role. Right? So this season on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know, it seems like Erica is a little bit hitting the bottle, you know, she's not taking things too well that's going on. Her little world is crumbling. 
and she seems to be heavily intoxicated at every event that they have. Is she really heavily intoxicated? Is she? Or is she just playing the role of a heavily intoxicated so they won't be too hard on her? when she goes to prison. Just so convenient to play heavily intoxicated former sugar baby, right? When you're going through a court case, and I'm not saying that she's not drinking and doing weird stuff like having sex with randoms or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, is that they wouldn't go hard on you. If they see that you're being belligerent and drunk, they will show some mercy, right? Because they don't want you to hurt yourself. They want you to be able to stay in trial, right? By the way, speaking of, you notice that Jen Shaw, she took hers on by herself. I can't give Jen Shaw that. That's one thing I can't give Jen Shaw is that she went on and she took her by herself. There's no throwing her husband under the bus or anything like that. She went ahead and took it like a woman.
I think it's disgusting personally that Bravo is not holding her accountable for any of the things that she has done. But Bravo will do anything for a good storyline, am I not correct? Anything for a good storyline. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Um, I do believe Erica Girardi knows more than what she's putting out. Sorry, not sorry, okay, but I see she's been hiding in everybody else's drama, like she tried to, you know, egg on the whole Lisa Renna drama with the whole Elton John situation, that's what the season started off as. And then now we're sitting over here talking about the drama dealing with Diana. Now, I don't think Erica Girardi is um, the only one on that cast that is guilty of something. Okay. And yeah, I brought up there was some, you know, fudging and Dorit story. And Big Kathy and, and how she rolled. But the one person I have grown to dislike this season. Now, I'll be honest with you. I like Diane. I really did. I like Diane. I liked her. But she lost me at the giving money to charities, to black charities to make Garcelle feel bad. She lost me at that. So tomorrow we'll be talking about the mistress herself, Diana Jenkins. We're going to be talking about her. I'm be dragging her, honey. And like I said, the part that pissed me off was the whole you gave to uh, Afro Charities for Africa and, and stuff like that. And I was like, honey, like, if you didn't want to, you didn't have to. Stop throwing in our face the things that you put us through, okay? The only reason why people are poor, or especially black and brown people are poor, is because colonizers put them in that situation. You stole their diamonds, you stole their sapphires, you stole their rubies, and they still have not gotten paid for them damn things being on Queen Elizabeth's crown. But we're gonna drag Diana Jenkins, okay? She's hiding behind the, oh, I'm a tough person, and I've been through a war in Bosnia shit. We're going to talk about her tomorrow. And we're going to talk about her lovely book, Room 23. Um, I'll be going live 
to talk more about that and to talk about more stuff that's going on in the public. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thing. What you do in the dark will come to light. And every housewife has to deal with what they do in the dark come to light. And it happened so fast for Miss Diane over there, honey, because she couldn't shut the hell up and just accept an apology from Sutton. But anyway, you know, I digress. <sighs> Heavily digressing. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie.